Good morning, everybody. Today, with Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Ein Ches in Maseches Nedarim. Malt up the Greenland girls and wheel catches. This is Bnei Jacob Sharazayin over here. Wishes you a Mazal Tov. Okay, so we're a little extra tired, but we're going to push through. Oh, an interesting topic here. Watch this. Three lines up from the bottom of Ein Zayin Amad Beis. Amar Biochran Chacham Shamar Bilshon Baal Uval Shamar Bilshon Chacham Lo Amar Klum. We'll call this sheer stay in your lane. What's a lane? So a Chacham usually does Hataras Nadarm, right? You have to go to the rabbi's office for the Hataras Nadarm. A Baal can do Hafaras Nadarm. That's a unique status that a father, okay, so a father over his daughter, you're not so surprised, right? Because that's his daughter you're talking about. And by the way, Chanaar is not dating. That was her classmate that got married last night. That's not cool. Um, anyways, yet I'm saying. Okay, she's not dating yet, but everybody should find their proper shidduch at their proper time. I'm into that. And I saw you davening beautifully during the chuppah. That was really nice, Andrew. You were davening for something. Anyways, the Baal has a unique ability to be mefer nether. Okay, so can a Baal do hataras nadarm if he's not a tamachacham on his own? Certainly not. Can a chacham do hafaras nadarm to a random woman that he's not married to? Certainly not. And so this is what the Gemara is going to kick around for a little bit here, as follows. So, so again, so if a chacham shamar b'loshan ba'al, which means if a chacham tries to do hafaras nadarm on a random woman from shul, or uval shamar b'loshan chacham, or a husband tries to do hataras nadarm, this is what the Ron explains, on, right, A, uh, for a person, even though he's not a tam chacham, Right? Obviously, that is a nonsensical thing and it doesn't work. The Tanya. Because we learned it from the actual puzzle. Because you might recall that when we had Parshas Matos, right? The beginning of all of the Hafaras Nadarm, at the beginning of our parak, we, we were talking about the very beginning of Parshas Matos. And what did Moshe say? Zehadavar. Right? Hashem said, tell them Zehadavar. What's Zehadavar? Here's the thing. What does it mean when you say, why do you have to, when you're telling over the halachos, why do you have to start with the statement, here's the thing? We know that this is the thing. That you have to learn something from it. So what's the thing? Which is to say, here's the thing means this is the way it ought to be. Stay in your lane. The Chacham should be doing the Hataras Nadarim. Ve'in Baal Matir, right? And the Baal, if he's not a Tam Chacham, right? If he's not, unless, I guess, I suppose if you're married, if you have to be married to the rabbi, then he could do it. But the standard Baal does not, Right, do hataras nadarim because one could have argued umachacham, and now we're going to make a straw man argument, nonsensical kalvachomer, and just knock it down. As follows, you could have said umachacham shein mefir mater, chacham can't do hataras nadarim, but he could do hataras nadarim. So you might have said kalvachomer bal shemefer, a husband who can do hataras nadarim, ain't no din shemater. Obviously, he could do hataras nadarim. Now, of course. The counter-argument would be, would be, no, this is not a Kavachomer, this is two totally different things. But maybe you would, you would have been confused to make this Kavachomer. Talmud Lomar, as we finally write, Rabbi Chesem Aleph, Zehadavar. Pasuk teaches you, here's the thing. Chacham Matir ve'en Baal Matir. The Chacham is the only one who could do a Tarsan Tarim, the Baal cannot. Tanya Idach, and then we have the Brisa who says it in the converse. Which is Zehadavar. What does the Pasuk Zehadavar teach you, teach you? The same thing, but the Kalvachomer in the other way, which is to say, Baal, Mefer, husband, can 
do hafaras and darim as we know, but ain chacham mefer and the chacham cannot. Sheyachol, you might have thought ma bal shein matir. After all, a bal cannot do hataras and darim. However, mefer he can do hafaras and darim. So chacham shematir, a chacham who has that extra power of doing hataras and darim, ainu din shemefer. So right, you can go to the rabbi for hataras and darim once the nether is completely legitimate. So why shouldn't he be able to just be mefer everyone's wives nadarim and nip them in the bud? Talmud Lomar zehadavar. No, that's the thing. Keep it as it is. Stay in your lane, which is to say, bal mefer ve'ein chacha mefer. So only the bal could do hafaras nadarim. That is unique, right? Aside from the father, only the husband, once he marries her, can do the hafaras nadarim. The chacham cannot. So now six lines down, we're going to learn a brisa that's going to relate back to this. So we're going to spend a while now talking about this concept of Zehadavar, and it's actually fascinating, I think, why, you know, you start, you start the Parshas Matos, right? And, and it says, um, you know, and it's a big buildup, right? With Moshe speaking to the Matos, by Daber Moshe al Hamatos, right? He's speaking to all of the heads of the tribes, something big is going to go down, right? He's going to tell us about, uh, I don't know, Chalukah Sa'aretz, uh, you know, the formation that we should walk in the Midbar, something major. What does he want to talk about? What is he gathering a board meeting, Andrew, of all the top people and all the tribes? Here's the one thing that we need to talk about. Number one action item on the agenda, Ishki Donether. Multiple, many... Right, many psukim, all about hafaras and hataras and adarim. That's zehadavar. So why is that, of all things, has to be introduced by this, here's the thing, by this introduction of zehadavar? Well, the truth is, there's one other place where that appears. And where would it be, Andrew, you want to guess? Right before they went to Eretz Yisrael, I'll give you multiple choice. Once, right before they went into Eretz Yisrael, um, when discussing the mitzvah of Shabbos, when discussing the uh, Avera of Shchutei Chutz, or none of the above? The answer is Shchutei Chutz. It's, there's only one other time, Shchutei Chutz. What's Shchutei Chutz? Well, when they were in the Midbar, he said, you know, you may want to bring a carbon. You could do so, but you can only do it in the Mishkan. Later on, when they entered into Eretz Yisrael and they built the base of Mikdash, may, may it be rebuilt uh, speedily in our day, that, that Avera, right, that warning, was also applied to the Beis HaMikdash. You cannot shecht outside of the Beis HaMikdash. That is an Avera. It's an Isakaris, Andrew, of Shechutei Chutz. You cannot bring Karbanas and shecht these animals outside of the Beis HaMikdash or outside of the Mishkan. And it is there that it said Zehadavar. So why does it say Zehadavar? Now, just so that we organize it properly, Barry, because we're going to kick it around, in, when it comes to Afar and Hataras Nadarim, it's it's Zehadavar, and he speaks to the Matos. He speaks to the heads of the, of the tribes, okay? And he tells them Zehadavar. And Shechutei Chutz, he doesn't speak to the heads of the tribes, but he speaks to who? Aaron and Kol B'nai Israel. Everybody. Which is to say, even though it's really the Kohanim that do the Korbanos later on in the Beis HaMikdash, right? That are the ones that are, do, that are basically performing the, the services in the Beis HaMikdash. He wants to know that this Isra of Shechutei Chutz applies to everyone. So every Tom, Dick, and Harry in Klal Yisrael, were they to shecht an animal as a korban outside the Vesmeklish, would be equally chayev in that. And now we're going to take those two things and make a gezer shava zeh davar zeh davar, 
Beit Shammai is not going to make it, but 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 otherwise this Gezer Shammai exists. And we're going to see it, similarities. It is, after all, an interesting question. Why would Zehadavar only appear by by a Faris Nadarim and by this Isser of Shechutei Chutz? Well, those are the only two things where we say Zehadavar. So the Gemara will flesh it out as follows: Neimar Kan Zehadavar, and then what? Well, I think, so Barry asks a good question. He said, what's the Havmina to think that Shechut Echutz would not apply to the whole Klal Yisrael? So I think that the answer is that the Kohanim are the only ones that are doing the Shechting. So maybe Shechut Echutz should only apply to Kohanim. In other words, if, if you were to go, Barry's a Yisrael, everyone. If Barry, but if, if, if Barry, hey, hey, Brussels and Dublin and Barcelona, if you ever see Barry, give him Shlisha, he's a Chashav Yid. Uh, but he is a Yisrael, so he's not going to be eligible for the first two aliyahs. But if you were to shecht in the base of Mikdash, you'd be a czar, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't even be allowed to, to, to bring the karbanos, right? Because you're not a coin. So if you're not, allowed, if you're not one that's eligible to bring, to, to bring a karban, why should you be punished for bringing it outside of the base of Mikdash? You're not the one bringing the karban anyways. So I think that's the Havamina, that it would be the only the Kohanim that would have the Isser, because they're the only ones that bring the karbanos. No, it comes to teach you that there is a way that you can actually be like a Kohen, which is if you do the carbon outside of the base of Mikdash, you're going to get nailed just like a Kohen, okay? So I think that that's the, uh, the answer. So anyways, but that's a good question. So let's see it inside. So, okay, only two places. So those are two places we say... So, what's the connection? So, we take this, uh, what we'll call a chiddush, that shchut echutz applies. Right? That this is going to apply, as we've just said, as an insert to all of Israel. That's a bigger question. What's the Havamina over there? Nedarim should apply to Aaron Uvano Vachol Yisrael. What does that mean? So, what it means is as follows Aaron Uvano Vachol Yisrael, in that case, is not just talking about the distinction between uh, Kohanim and Israelim. There it means even if you're not one of the rabbis, even if you're not a Tamachacham, you can participate in some way in Afaras and Ataras Nadarim. Okay, we'll see how that works. The actually Gemara is going to spell it out. But basically, right, uh, any ordinary Baal, he doesn't have to be a Tam Chacham, could do Afaras Nadarim. And even a, a Hedyot, a regular non-Rabbi person, a layman, can participate in Hataras Nadarim if they're part of a Bezdin. So that's where we learn those halachas, as we will see. Okay, the, this particular Bryce, it doesn't spell it out, but the Gemara will explain. Okay. As the Gemara will explain, there's some aspect of Rashi HaMatos, um, just like Rashi HaMatos uh, applies to Nidarim. Okay, so in Nidarim, we know what Rashi HaMatos is a little bit, because there we know that if a Chacham, if you go to a Chacham, who's like the equivalent of a leader of Rashi HaMatos, he can do so on his own. He can do that for Nidarim on his own. We'll see, the Hataras Nidarim. There's also some aspect of Rashi HaMatos with regards to um, bringing Karbanos and we'll see how that is applicable as the Gemara will explain now. As follows. Says the Gemara. 
The Parsha is Dar in the Mai Hilchasa. What was the reason, as Barry asked? What was the halacha that we learned by saying Aaron and Kobane Israel? Amar of Acha Bar Yaakov, Lahachshir Shlosha Hedyotos. So with regards to Nadarim, what would be, right, the point of saying that everyone can apply, can, can participate in Nadarim? So like we just said, Lahachshir Shlosha Hedyotos, to teach you that you don't need. Let's see over here uh, in the Ran. Amar of Acha Bar Yaakov, Lahachshir Shlosha Hedyotos, you see it in the Ran? It's about, whatever, almost um, a little less than halfway down. It's an interesting run over here. The run over here points out that it doesn't mean hedyotos like you could be an actual fool uh, and don't know anything. But at least you have to know liftoch. That, that you at least have to know something. So the Ron is in fact pointing out that it is a little bit different in the sense that really anybody could be any any member of Klal Yisrael, right? Who's a Kohen Levi Yisrael would be also in Shchute Chutz. So the Ron is pointing out the analogy is not precise, precise because not. Anybody, anybody could do could part- be part of a bezin and hataras nadarim, whereas everybody would be chayav for shkutechus. But be that as it may, there is some parallel there, where pretty much not just the rabbi, but most of the members of the congregation, right, could get together for a bezin of hediotos, and you learn that from uh, parshas shkutechus uh, to parshas nadarim. Okay, says the Gemara, however, Yeah, but it says roshem matos. And that's, as the Ron explains, seems to imply that, that regular civilians, hediotos, cannot. So isn't it internally contradictory? The, the, the Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the heads of the tribes. If this is a halacha that applied to, as Shkutei Chutz would imply, is if we were going to borrow from Shkutei Chutz the idea that this halacha of being made for the Nadarm or, or being matter than Nadarm applies to regular civilians and laymen, so why did Moshe Rabbeinu only speak to the Rashi Matos? Amar of Chista, two massive gedolim commented on this, and they said that that's the extra thing that you learned by saying Rashi Matos. You, you learn that not only can a bezdin of layman make a hataras nedarim, but if you have a Rashi Matos, then if you have the rabbi, he could do it even as a single person without a bezdin. Amazing. Okay. So now let's, the, the Gemara is going to keep picking apart the Brisa and explaining it piece by piece. So, Rashi Matos, Chutz, Chasa. Okay, so again, Shchute Chutz and Rashi Matos, we just learned, um, what we learned from Rashi, from Shchute Chutz to Nadarim is the fact that layman could do it. What do we learn from Nadarim to Shchute Chutz? So, and what, what, well, for one thing, it doesn't say Rashi Matos by Shchute Chutz, but it does say it by Nadarim. And if we're going to make a Gzeirah Shava from Nadarim to Shchut Echutz, so then there must be some aspect of Rashi Hamatos in Shchut Echutz as well. That's amazing. So Amar of Sheshesh, Loma Sheyesha Eila Behekdesh. An unbelievable Chiddush. Barry, when I saw this Chiddush, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I had to read it ten times. I couldn't wrap my man, mind around it. Loma Sheyesha Eila Behekdesh. Did you know this? You would need a, you can go to a Chacham. Let's say you're Makdish an animal and you say, I'm going to Shech this animal. Right? Let's look at the second to last narrow line in the run. 
So someone's makdish an animal, right? So he's going to bring this as a korban. But then, and that's why it has to do with shchut echutz. Then you then you shechted the animal. So when initially when you are makdish an animal, you want to bring it as a korban, right? But then you go and you shechted in your backyard. Uh oh, that's an iser kares. You can't do that. So now he feels terrible. So he does tshuva. Nishal aleha. So he goes to Rabbi Rose and he says, I don't know what I've done. I just shechted this animal in my backyard and now I'm chayiv kares. Potter. You can get out of this isakaris. How? Unbelievable. The rabbi will perform a form of hataris nadarim. And we already know that hekdish and nadarim are very, are very intertwined. After all, the word konam comes from the word korban, as we've said at the beginning of our masachta, right? So, right, and, and so many of the languages of Nadarim in those days were like, I'm going to make your sandwich like a korban to me, etc. So, okay, did you know that? That just like you can undo a nether, you could also undo a korban? That's unbelievable. You undo the hektesh of the korban, the chacham oker ha nether mi'ikarov, says the Ran. A chacham can undo a neder, and, and in so doing, he can even undo the hektish of an animal to get you out of the iser kares. Wow. And that you learn from Rosh Matos. In other words, right? For shchut, even though that Rosh Matos doesn't appear by shchut echutz, it's amazing that it has a shchut echutz application that you can undo it if you're a chacham, just like you would be undoing a neder. Wow. That's amazing. However... Now the Gemara asks, wait a minute, but wait a minute, this idea of whether you can undo hektish is in fact controversial. Beit Shammai holds that you cannot do that. Once you consecrate an animal, then it's what I thought. This is a machlokas that we'll see in foreshadowing Andrew, Nazir. It's going to come up in Nazir, this machlokas of whether you can undo hektish. So Beit Shammai holds you can't do it. So So this Rosh Matos. Right? What is the application of Rashi Matos if you hold that you cannot undo Hektesh? So says the Gemara. Boom. It drops a bomb, Barry. This whole Gezer Shava that we just built up, Beit Shammai holds it's, it's, not, it's garnished with garnished. There is no such Gezer Shava. So you're going to have to ask Beit Shammai why he thinks it says Zehadavar by Davka by Shechut Echutz and Adarim. Bishami doesn't address that, right? So apparently, right, Basilel would say that there is something unique at, that both Nadarim and Shchut Echutz share. Bishami doesn't believe that. Wait a minute. So if that's the truth, so the Gemara asks, Zehadavar Parshan Nadarim Lamayach Ziv. Yeah, so, it, okay, so, so, okay, there is, in other words, if you hold a Zegzer Shava between Shchut Echutz and Nadarim, so I understand why the extra word Zehadavar appears in both. To point you to both Sugyas, in order so that you can make the comparisons, right? But if you don't believe that there is a comparison, like Bechamai, so then why would you just say, here's the thing? Like, why Dafka here? So in Parshas Adarim, says the Gemara, And that's how we circle back to our point. Zehadavar, Kori Bechamai means stay in your lane, that the Chacham can only do Hatara, and the Baal can only do Hafara. And so that is unique, to Nadarm. Okay, well, what about Zeadavar by Shchut Echutz? Asks the Gemara. Right? Zeadavar by Shchut Echutz, the Maichsev. Says the Gemara, Lomar al Shchit Chayv, Ein Chayv al Hamalika. 
right? So both of these stay in your lane for whatever reason. Both Nadarim and Shlut uh, have this implied thing that you would think that you are not going to stay in your lane. That you would think that the Chacham maybe could do hafara. So you have to say zera davar to say that he cannot. And similarly, by Shlut you would think that just like the Isser of Shlut would apply to shechting an animal with a knife. It would also apply to this unique brand of shechita by birds, because you know, Andrew, if somebody bring, if somebody is not of means and you can't bring, in certain cases, a full-fledged behema, where you're, where you're shechting it, where you get uh, to shecht it uh, with a knife, so then the bird, as you might recall from Masechas Yuma, the coin gadol grows his his thumb finger, his thumb fingernail extra long, and slits the throat uh, or breaks the neck or whatever, th- slits the neck of the uh, bird in the process called malika, that's not real shechita. So you might think that shechut echutz only applies to real shechita. And if you do malika, you might think, uh, you don't know because malika is also a form of shechita with regards to birds. So zehadavar means that only real shechita would be chayev. Be'en chayev ala malika. That this other thing is not real shechita, therefore it's not really shechut echutz, and therefore zehadavar again is limit is a limiting thing to say that the chi of kares of shechut echutz only applies to actual shechita of a behema, but not to malika on a bird. Okay, so that's bechamai. He doesn't think that there's this kazer shava. Well, now that the gemara asks, elvei chamai lachshish l'shed yosus minalan. Okay, so we 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 know this stay in your lane that a chacham could do hatara. And a Baal could do hafara. But we still have this left over that we learned from Shkut Echutz that three head yotos, just like Shkut Echutz applied to Koin Levi Israel, so too any head yotos can participate in hataras nadarim in the form of a Bezdin. So how does Beit Shammai learn that alacha if he can't learn it from Shkut Echutz? Says the Gemara, He learned it from the following. Uh, from the following learn, uh, lesson of Ravasi, but Nasan Dechsev, because the pasuk says like this. Interesting in Parshas Pinchas, in the Parshas of a Moadim Barry that you're familiar with, it says Vaydever Moshe's Moadei Hashem El Yisrael. Okay, so it goes through all the right. The end of Parshas Pinchas goes through all the goes through all the Yom Tovim. Okay, so so Hashem so, so Moshe taught all the Moadim to Bnei Yisrael. Okay, so how what does this have to do with? Three hediotos as follows. Behatanya, Rabbi Omer, Moadei Nemru, Velo Nemr Shabbos Precious Imahim. And Benazway Omer, Moadei Nemru, Velo Nemr Parshans Nadarim Imahim. This is a fascinating brysa. The brysa says that Rabbi Yosiaglili and Benazai think that this reference of Moadei Hashem is excluding something. What is it excluding? So according to Rabbi Yosiaglili, it's Ma'adei Hashem to exclude Shabbos Barashas, okay? Shabbos Barashas was not written in this, in, over here. And, and it's only the Yom, Yomim Tovim that were mentioned. So that's why it's Ma'adei Hashem. And Ben Azai says it's Ma'adei Hashem to exclude the Parshas Nadarim. Wait, to exclude the Parshas Nadarim? Barry, Mayin and Shemitah is Har Sinai. I told you the time that I was in the then La Rome Hotel in 1986. And so that show Kojak showed up on the uh, TV in the hotel room because, you know, Israel at that time was like 20 years behind in shows. And they have the subtitles. And Kojak says, Hawkeye, what does that have to do with the price of rice in China? 
and underneath in the subtitles it said, Okay, Mayan Shemitah Itzel Har Sinai. What does Parshas of Darim have to do with Moadei Hashem? I don't know what's going on. Well, you're about to find out what's going on. Let's see. So, so Rav Asi Bar Nasan Kashelei Hamas Nisa. Rav Asi Bar Nasan, if you're confused as to about the Brisa that I just said, Andrew, you're in good company. Rav Asi Bar Nasan didn't know what was going on either. So now we're going to explain it. Uh, but it took him a while. You, we already, you, you're going to find out in about a minute what this Brisa means. But Rav Asi Bar Nasan. Uh, and we're, was so perplexed, only Rav Sheshis could answer it. So also He went to look for Rav Sheshis. This tells you a lot about Rav Sheshis, what a gadol he was, that he knew that only Rav Sheshis would be able to explain this cryptic brisa. Also tells you a lot about Rav Asi Bar Nasan, the lengths to which, this is a Goranowitz Musar moment, the lengths to which he went to find Pshat. When he didn't have Pshat, he didn't just rest, he was going to be restless until he found Rav Sheshis the Gadol to answer. So he looks for him in Narada. He wasn't in his office, Andrew. So he, he followed after him all the way to Machoza. Wow. Anyway, he finally finds Rav Sheshis. What is this Rav clearly saying? First of all, why is, do you think that it's exclusionary at all? It's just Madei Hashem. And secondly, as the Ron explains, the Beseder and Morahel Akonim, Ksiba Shabbos, Umodos, Basarachi, Bechada Parshasa. The Shabbos is mentioned. Barry is about Korah, he knows this. And Morahel Akonim, it has the Shabbos right before the Moados. Visu, Modesh, Shem, Nemu, Vlon, Nemu, Parshas Nadarim, first of all, it makes no sense. Why would it exclude Parshas Nadarim? And furthermore, Bahamisitra Ksiva. Finish Parshas, right? Uh, Pinchas, Sitra means Ketzei, as the Ron says. Parshas Darim Ketziva Beketzei, Parshas Amodos. At the edge, right? You finish Parshas Pinchas, right? The Beseda Pinchas Ketzei Kulamodos. That's all the Yom Tovim. Uvasahachi, Bereshe Hamatos. What comes after Parshas Pinchas? Matos Masei, right? So what's right after Pinchas in the Mahadim, which is at the end of Pinchas? The Parshas Nadarim. And then he just points out, Sitra is Targum Shel Ketzei. So, Misitra Ketziva. So not only does it not make sense for the Moadim to say that it includes, excludes Nadarim, but in fact doesn't exclude Nadarim. Nadarim comes right after. So you have Shabbos, and then the Moadim, and then the Nadarim. So they're all right there in the same spot. So it's the opposite of Rav Yossi Aglili and Benazai are saying. So Amalei, Rav Sheshis had the Pshat. And he says, Hachi Katani, as we turn, and we're going to find out Pshat. You ready, Andrew? Moadim Hashem Tzrichin Kiddush Bezdin. Shabbos precious and Kiddush Basin. In other words, Einachinami. Yes, the point is that it's Dafka because the Parsha of Shabbos and the Parsha of Nadarim are juxtaposed to the Parshas of the Moadim that we have to explain that the reason why they're juxtaposed so is to highlight a contrast between them. So now we're going to explain. Rabbi Yossi clearly explain the contrast between Shabbos and Yom Tovim. And Ben Azai is going to explain the contrast between Nidarm and Yom Tovim as follows. Shabbos, Breshish, and Esrich Kiddush, right? Bezdin, and Ma'ad Hashem, Srichin Mumcha. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ma'ad Hashem, again, start, start from the top of Ayn Chesem Bez. Ma'ad Hashem, Srichim Kiddush Bezdin, Shabbos, Breshish, and Srich Kiddush Bezdin. So the contrast between the Moadim and Shabbos is how do you do the Moadim? We learn Mesechus Bezos, and we know this. Kiddush, Ha Chodesh. We learn Mesechus Rosh Hashanah also. 
Masechus Rosh Hashanah, Kiddush HaChodesh. Without Kiddush HaChodesh, you don't know when the Beit Oh, Naftali is here. Everybody stand up. So without Kiddush HaChodesh, then we don't know when Yantav is. We don't know the dates. Unlike Shabbos, when we know Shabbos is independent of Kiddush HaChodesh, that was already from Shabbos Bracious. Okay. Uh, it is an ironic statement, Barry, obviously. Shabbos ain't a Kiddush. When do we say Kiddush if not on Shabbos? It, that, that's two different kind of Kiddush, obviously. But, but I, no Jew would say Shabbos ain't a Kiddush. I know many Jews, if there was not a Kiddush on Shabbos, would throw a tantrum, Barry. But the point is that Kiddush, it's not, doesn't, it's not reliant on Kiddush. Even without a Kiddush, believe it or not, Andrew, it would still be Shabbos, right? As opposed to without Kiddush HaChodesh, it would not be Yantiv, right? Because they have to determine when the months are, okay? So that's with respect to the contrast between Shabbos and Vodim. What about the, the contrast, Ben Azai's contrast between Nadarim and Vodim? Vodim Hashem, Tzrichin Mumcha, Ben Parshas Nadarim, Tzrichin Mumcha, right? That Vodim Hashem needs a Bezdin of actual Sanhedrin, right, to declare it, um, whereas the Parshas Nadarim does not, and that's the contrast, because you can have three Ediotos, as the, as the Gemara concludes, Afilu Bezdin Ediotos, and that's the amazing thing. That is what Beit Shammai can learn Ediotos from this statement, right, this Brisa, without comparing it to Shchutei Chutz. And so that's the conclusion, Barry, of how Beit Shammai learns Hedyotos without having to compare it to the Isser of Shchut Echutz. Okay, that, that was, uh, that, that's how we arrived here. So now the Gemara asks, Yes, yeah, so then why does it say Roshay Matos in a Dharm, as we've said, at the beginning of Matos? So what, is, what does Beit Shammai do with this? As we said before, this has to do with Yochid Mumcha. It's, uh, it's not so pashut, because we do have a question. There is a lot of uh, ink spilled by Rishonim on this about whether uh, a yachid mumcha bizman hazeh could be matter because do you actually need full smicha? You know, we kept talking about uh, whether Rabbi Rose uh, would be able to be uh, matir nadarim. The Ramam holds yes, right? So this is a, the art school quotes here. Um, a big Eon topic about whether smicha uh, is necessary, uh, old school smicha, because the real smicha is something that doesn't exist today. What we have is a derivative of smicha. Really, smicha requires, as Rabbi Barry Lee, it's a great Tafiyomi master, says, it, it requires to know kola Torah kula and also to be accepted lechol hadeos. Right? So that's what they say. When Mashiach comes, uh, when he's the rabbi that everyone will accept, that's when you know Mashiach is here, okay? So anyway, six lines down, talking about, let's go back to um, remaining silence. What's shtika? Okay. Well, how is that kahodadami or not? So Amar Khanina, Hashosak Almanas Lamekat. This is the original OG passive aggressive behavior. A husband is such a jerk that, he, that his wife makes a nether and he remains silent, but it's a different kind of silence. You have to know the different types. Sometimes a person is silent because he's just sweet and he's just letting you do your thing. Sometimes he's aggre- being passive, aggressive, literally. He's only trying to what? To harass her with his silence. And it's clear somehow that he, does, that he intends on being made for this nether. Says Rabbi Hanina, 
if you have such a person, it's a huge chiddush. We've been talking all this time that once a woman makes a nether, her husband only has a 24 hour at most or only until shkia, right? There's a deadline. If you don't, right, say anything about the nether, then by the end of that deadline, the nether becomes legitimate. Says Rav Chanina, huge chiddush. That if it's clear that you're not saying anything, and we know that if you don't say anything, uh, then the deadline usually it's like the equivalent of hakamas nether. No. If you're not saying anything and it's clear somehow that you're not saying anything because you're just trying to torture her, then that deadline gets extended, Barry, amazingly. Even 10 days later, you could still be made for the nether. So Masiv Rava, wait a minute. I mean, we just learned these halachas. We, t- we talked about uh, all those halachas of the Baal, hearkening back to last week when we said that when the Baal, right, uh, somehow... Gets, falls out of the picture again. When you do a farce nadarim, you need the end. You have a nara hamurasa, which Bezrat Hashem tomorrow will finish the parak. But so long as we're in this parak, let's savor it. That unlike a girl, a little girl who's only her daddy can be made for her nether, or a full fledged adult woman who only her baal can be made for the nether, if she's nara and murasa, she's in this like limbo state, she's not yet nasua, and she's not yet a bogaris, both the father and the husband need to team up in order to be made for the nether. Okay. However, there are situations, if the father would die, then the Baal could never do it on his own in such a scenario. But if the husband, something would happen to him, then the father in that scenario could do it on his own. That's called the stroke nerishus la'av. All of it spills into the, right, uh, into the jurisdiction of the av. When is that? So So we said already, right, in the b'risa, that that's either when the Baal didn't hear, so he's out of the picture, Oshashama. Now here we have some issues with the gears of a vehefer or shama v'shasak, right? Or if the Baal already did his job and did hafara, or v'shasak umeis bo bayom. In other words, the Baal did not have the full opportunity to die, to, I'm sorry, to, to be mefer. But he did, let's say, hear about the nether, but he died in the middle of that first day within the deadline. So then we can't know whether he be mefer or not. In that scenario, we still give the Baal, we say, we assume that the Baal would not have been upholding the nether since he didn't make it through the whole first day, the father does, in fact, end up having the authority to be made for on his own. We said the case was, when does the authority not fall to the father? When the Baal heard it, and in fact, did hakamas and So if he did hakamas and darm, or if he actually heard the nether and did make it through the whole first day, if the Baal did make it through the whole first day, that's the equivalent of Shama Vikiyem. So that's what we learned already. And if that's the case, if the Baal was Mekayim, he was not a good teammate over here for the, for the father, in Yochel Afer. So it is in that unique scenario where the Baal was in fact not just not made for the nether. He was, not, he was actually making the nether. He affirmed it. So then the father does not have the authority to be made for the nether unilaterally. So wait a minute. <laughs> One of the scenarios that we talked about is if the day expired. We talked about it then. If the day expired, it's tantamount to Hakamas Nadarim. So then, it wa- so we learned then that you only get a day to, and that's the deadline. So my love is Shosekamanas Lamekat. And after all, when we learned that price, then we never made a distinction. We said it categorically. We never made a distinction about whether the Baal was silent out of a silent treatment or out of passive aggressive or out of so just being passive. Right? We never made such a distinction. So how does this work? So he says, no. 
We're talking about the reason why the Shosek is like Hakama is because in the case of the Brisa, now we know it was a different kind of shtika. It wasn't a shtika where he's just trying to harass his wife. It's a shtika where he just wants to be making the nether. So says So wait a minute. That case then is the identical to Kiyum. If the shtika was, uh, was for Kiyum, so then the cases are identical. So the Gemara answers, No, there's an in-between. In other words, there's a real passive-aggressive where he's Shosek, but it's an f- act of aggression because he, he's going to be Mayfair. There's a case where he's Shosek and with clear intentions of being Mekayim. And then there's an in-between where it's Stam, where you don't know. It could go either way. And it's in that scenario that the Bryce is talking about that, that if he were to die uh, after the day is over, even in that case where he's Shosek Stam, that once the deadline passes, unless we know for sure that he's Shosek for the sake of harassing her, it's going to be making the nether. So we'll re- resume tomorrow with Master of Chista, second line up from the bottom of Ein Chesamid Bays.